Erica Lorraine Spencer here, and this is the POC, ongoing documentation of the people of the state of California. That is the vicarious actor, uh, at the vicarious aspect of the public entity uh, that is engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring. Uh, the state of California is operating a targeting system, uh, and that targeting system is for purposes of what is criminal monitoring, monitoring with communication devices. Uh, and this is the reason why uh, the public entity, the state of California, is stalking, and it is engaged in group stalking, stalking as a group. The state engages in group stalking directly uh, by uh, planes, helicopters, police, fire, and ambulance, uh, and the, the state engages in group stalking vicariously, and that is by the people of the state of California who are in any private or, uh, I'm sorry, in, in any private uh, vehicle, private residence, um, or any public or commercial uh, location or company vehicle, for example, at any place of business, which is identified as a facilitating venue of a third party representing the people of the state uh, as defined under what shall be federal policy with regard to the prosecution of a public entity that is systematically monitoring uh, anywhere that the target individual goes, whether it be a place of um, a business, the very uh, private residence of the target individual, uh, as you are literally um, walking outside, uh, outside, as you are in traffic, at, at any place and at all times, systematic monitoring. And so uh, this is speaking to the uh, the people of the state and all of the methods engaged in to maintain what is group presence. Uh, and it is presence that is facilitating the public entity's ability to monitor with communication devices irrespective of the identity or the method employed by the people of the state uh, in order to monitor with communication devices while all other elements remain present. And this is uh, that which I have documented. And that is POC. All right, I have Golden Bear Towing. This is a third party license 11649N2. Uh, group stalking uh, and, uh, at uh, Starbucks located at 706 West Holt Boulevard, facilitating group stalking uh, by creating light activity and direct alignment to me while I'm inside of the bathroom at this Starbucks. They are all corporately engaged in invasion of privacy, uh, and this light activity is facilitating monitoring with communication devices, and Ontario Police also present uh, on this 19th of November in 2020. I'm sorry, this is November 19, 2019. Uh, Ontario Police uh, Officer Jay Melnick, and that is, the last name is spelled M-M as in Mary, M-E-L-N-Y-K. Again, that's Jay Melnick, spelled M-E-L-N-Y-K. Uh, and I encounter him at 5.50 p.m. inside of the Starbucks. Uh, he is engaged in uh, POC. This is the state maintaining presence inside of a third party facilitating venue. Uh, and uh, this third party is the same one also. I just want to give some context. Jay Melnick, who I documented on this day, November 19th, is the same officer who uh, appears out of nowhere as Officer Jason Knighton, Ontario Police Officer 80509. And L. Keys engage in what is the kidnapping upon being documented as the group stalkers that they are. 
while the state is flying over that 7-Eleven that I'm standing in front of uh, as they are stalking, maintaining presence in my path, creating light activity with their police vehicle. And after I take what is an absolute lawful picture of the license plate and no way obstructing uh, any investigation because there was no investigation. There was no case going on. He was standing on the side of the curb, contrary to the lie that he published on a probable cause affidavit seeking to, uh, uh, substantiate what is a kidnapping of my person while he's engaged in monitoring me and criminal obstruction of justice for that criminal monitoring. Uh, that's the totality of what uh, Jason Knight and L. Keys were engaged in. Officer Jay Melnick, he shows up on the scene, all right? Uh, understand uh, he's engaged in POC and it's almost as though this uh, state actor is, is arriving uh, giddy about the fact that um, another police officer got me. He shows up in, in pretty much his irrelevant position. Uh, he's, uh, while I'm handcuffed in the back seat, uh, and, uh, officer Jason Knighton has pulled off the beanie off of my head for no reason. Uh, that's a very interesting focus, focal point. If you pay attention to that, that's for purposes of exposure while the state is monitoring, uh, uh, taking off anything I have on my head so that, um, uh, I guess if I'm hiding a communication device in my hair, <laughs> They do the same thing in the bathroom. It's not funny. It's, I mean, this is how psychotic they're, they're, they are psychopaths. All right. Literally they do the same thing in the bathroom as you're wiping yourself. All right. And I'm going to be explicit. This doesn't make me perverted. The entity is the one that's doing this. I'm describing it. And this goes to prosecution. This speaks to the people of the state of California. This speaks to the government that is engaged in the conduct, not the one reporting the conduct. Let's understand that. So as the state is engaging in creating activity, while you're uh, using the bathroom as though you're going to pull a communication device out of your, I, I mean, from the toilet or something while you're using it. Uh, they're listening to everything that you're doing. It's the same thing while you're in the shower. It's that same psychopath conduct. Like it, it doesn't even make sense, but that's the psychopath you're dealing with. That's the paranoid level of monitoring and stalking that they're engaged in. He pulls off my beanie after I'm already handcuffed. Uh, and, uh, this is also, uh, Jay Melnick comes out of nowhere. Uh, and I'm in the car, uh, and, and, and Jason Knighton is, uh, outside of the car after he's, uh, tackled me and, and, um, attacked me and put me in handcuffs. Uh, and that's exactly what he did. He turned around and attacked me after I took a picture of his license plate. Uh, and then, uh, I'm in the vehicle and Jay Melnick appears out of nowhere at the passenger, uh, the front seat of the passenger side. And he's just talking, creating, uh, audible activity, uh, and light activity, uh, while he is standing at the uh, the passenger side door um, while Jason Knighton is going through my property and um, that uh, was outside. My phone was thrown on the ground uh, and my luggage carrier remained on the driveway of the sidewalk of that uh, 7-Eleven located at 636 North Fine Avenue where I was kidnapped by Ontario police on um, January 13, 2020. Uh, this officer, Jay Melnick, that was group stalking at Starbucks located at 706 West Holt Boulevard in Ontario, California on no November 19th, appears on January 13th. Uh, just just taking joy in the fact, oh, you, you got her, huh? This is what he says. So, oh, you got her, huh? Got her. Like they already know who her is. They're addressing me like he's just giddy uh, that they got her uh, as he appears out of nowhere. Uh, and I readily recognize his face as the same one that was group stalking at Starbucks. Um, 
Uh, and he's only present to engage in POC. He's there for a couple seconds and then he leaves. Uh, and uh, he's only there monitoring. He's creating activity and he's creating audible activity and he's creating light activity. Uh, and he's facilitating monitoring by all the group stalkers surrounding a relevant position as well. Uh, and so that's Jay Melnick. Uh, and this is November 19th monitoring with Golden Bear Towing, who is uh, who are monitoring me inside of the bathroom, creating light activity in relevant position. Uh, and uh, that is November 19th, 2019. All right. I do have Ontario Police uh, vehicle number 1816. That's 1816. Ontario Police vehicle number 1850. That's license plate 1503460. I have, let's see, it uh, looks like this is, yeah, this is um, Ontario Police Vehicle number 1848, license plate 1496973. This is Ontario Police Officer number 80520. And he is with the group stalker Sequoia, who are uh, maintaining presence in the path, group stalking. This is the state acting directly at third-party facilitating venue, Starbucks, located at 706 West Holt Boulevard. I understand Starbucks is a third-party facilitating venue systematically monitoring American citizens, okay? Uh, you have what is sexual violence as Starbucks is engaged in corporate invasion of privacy. The employees, the patrons there, uh, they are engaged in monitoring. It is not different inside of that building with the name Starbucks on the outside of it. The state is flying over, patrolling over this venue. The state is amplifying audible activity. The state's fake sun remaining over this venue as I would sit in Starbucks morning into evening, specifically uh, where I was uh, writing out my civil case and my writ petition to the appeals and Supreme Court. Uh, I sat in Starbucks for a prolonged period of time and the state's fake sun remained over that Starbucks all day long, engaging in that same conduct, rising where it is over there, uh, over the Starbucks, rising and setting right there at the same venue. All right. The same behavior pattern that I've already demonstrated with the state's fake sun. Uh, and that this is at uh, the Starbucks that I would frequent, which was 706 West Holt Boulevard, engaging in um, criminal summoning at this venue, uh, engaging in criminal harassment, engaging in the sexual violent conduct of uh, not only are they uh, monitoring inside of the bathroom, corporate invasion of privacy in the bathroom, uh, engaging in um, blatant and activity creation while inside of the bathroom. So they're monitoring you. They're listening to you in the bathroom. They know you're in the bathroom. They would engage in pounding on the door. And if you're aware of Starbucks, they even have on the, on the outside of the doors, it clearly says when it's, um, occupied and when it's unoccupied. So not only do the, uh, Comment the outward circumstances uh, not support uh, what the people of the state of California were engaged in via Starbucks and facilitating it with the group stalkers that filled that venue. Uh, they were also they were engaged in what is nothing other than the state's pattern of conduct, creating audible activity as they would try to break into the bathroom while I was using that bathroom inside of Starbucks, uh, engaging in what is criminal harassment, sexually violent conduct, corporate invasion of privacy, criminal summoning. Uh, while they are acting with the police, the state's flying over that venue uh, by helicopter and airplanes remaining. I have substantial documentation of that, uh, which pictures, which I, I have yet to actually share. I have it um, documented already, but I, I can share it on the Google Drive. The state literally patrolling, flying over the Starbucks and plane after plane after plane after plane after plane. Okay. Uh, the state stalking with its light, the state inside of the building, a car 
carnival of lights, all right? Light activity, amplification of sirens, the same exact pattern of conduct at Starbucks. It does not change uh, because of the uh, identity of the actor. That is nothing other than another venue with a different identity. Understand that. And Starbucks monitors American citizens, okay? Uh, and uh, Sequoia, uh, the same third-party group stalker that kidnapped me with Officer Jay Burnett on May 4, 2019, group stalking at Starbucks on December 27, 2019. Yet again, in my path, monitoring. Okay, Sequoia shows up a lot, is documented a lot, engaged in not only traditional stalking, but the pattern of conduct of federal group stalking and monitoring. Uh, she's in driving and license 1431183, vehicle number 1804. Uh, and this is at the, again, third-party facilitating venue of Starbucks. Uh, I have... The license plate 1474125. That is, yeah, that's a police vehicle. Uh, one of four police vehicles I'm noting uh, at Sierra and Arrow and Sierra and Valencia. And it looks like I was only able to note one license plate of the four vehicles. And yeah. And this, these are not, um, this is not documentation that I'm noting are all happening on the same day. I'm just going through my documentation as I've noted. I'm literally just naming names. Uh, this is a documentation of Ontario Police again. Uh, this is uh, license 1418947, vehicle number 1798. Uh, this is Ontario Police Officer D. Hall, uh, uh, officer number one, I'm sorry, Badge number one nine 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 five, and and this is uh that which I've already documented on the podcast pursuant to the third party group stalker Bill and Wags, engaged in the theft of my property, uh, uh acting in concert with Ontario Police. Uh, I did file a civil suit against them, uh, for purposes of conversion. Uh, they in no way have any uh, legal jurisdiction whatsoever. They're engaged in the state's pattern of conduct and they are facilitating uh, the ongoing theft of my car. Uh, and this is under the guise of what is towing it. I understand my car had no VIN number, no license plates number anywhere on the outside of the car. Uh, and this is not why it was towed. It was legally uh, parked and in no way abandoned. Uh, this is the state that is monitoring, knows that I'm living in my car, uh, and is very much aware of my ongoing presence. And the moment that I get up to go to the library, they steal my car. And by the way, if you pay attention to my documentation, the same day, the state stalks via helicopter following me from the library to my car, back to the library. And that later that night is where I uh, captured the video of the helicopter following me from Ontario Ovid Family Community Library located at 215 East C Street in Ontario as I walk at nightfall back to 714 North Vine Avenue where my car was no longer parked. I also go into Woodside Senior Apartments as the helicopter also flies over uh, the apartment of Woodside Senior Apartments over Tracy Banks' apartment uh, while she um, opens her door holding her cell phone in between her breasts squarely in alignment to me. She holds her cell phone in the middle in the center of her breasts, she holds it there while she's telling me she's not going to give me a ride anywhere. She can't help me uh, after I tell her that my car was stolen by the police and all my food and my car was stolen. Uh, she is very uh, happy to tell me that she can't take me anywhere. She's not going to take me anywhere. She can't help me while the helicopter is flying over her apartment building. After I captured a, a more than 11 videos of the helicopter following me from the library to uh, the um 
location where my car was parked, okay? So I just want to be clear. After I finish that video, the state continues to fall, fly over my head in helicopter directly over into Woodside Senior Apartments. And then I also document how it continues to fly over what is the 7-Eleven at 636 North Vine Avenue, uh, where I walk to that venue after I leave Woodside Senior Apartments. Uh, this is a theft of my vehicle by Bill and Wax. Uh, this is the people of the state of California engaged in federal group stalking and monitoring, a criminal act of obstruction of justice, pursuant to uh, the ongoing knowledge of the fact that I am documenting and prosecuting the state for monitoring me. Uh, this is occurring, uh, you have to understand the context, while I am filing the petition against the state of California, Thomas Garza and the civil courts acting to deny service of process. And the state is also engaged in the criminal act of stealing my car, which is uh, threatening conduct, that which is supposed to uh, sh scare me so much that I'm going to stop pursuing my civil case, which I did not. I went to court actually again the next day to file my documentation, which the state knew very well that I was going to court to file. This is why they engage in such conduct. Everything the state engages in is a means of trying to stop me from pursuing what was that civil case. I prosecuted it to the nth degree, uh, to the extent that I, I could, uh, uh, you know, disregarding the fact that the state engages in um, uh, not providing service of process. So you can only go so far. But even in going through with that prosecution to the uh, degree that I went to the appeals court, to the Supreme Court, uh, that is documentation in and of itself. That is showing the criminal conduct of the state. That is POC. OK, so it is uh, in the same way, very much. Uh, pivotal evidence of the conduct of the state and that blatant disregard of what is a very basic legal fundamental right of service of process and a court engaging an appeals court <laughs> in a, a Supreme Court uh, in disregard of that very basic fundamental uh, aspect of the law is evidence of that. And so uh, Bill and Wags documented in podcasts while they, I am at their venue. This is speaking to the illegality with which they engaged in seizing my car. It's not a coincidence that while I'm at the tow yard of Bill and Wags, the state is flying over me in their tow yard, flying directly over my car, which I'm capturing on the podcast uh, while I'm standing uh, in the tow yard. And the third party group stalker who uh, generously identified himself as Mitch, driver number 341 uh, for uh, Bill wax is monitoring me inside of that tow yard while the planes are flying over my head as I'm sitting in my car this psychopath stands in front holding his phone out they literally are like robotic minions at this point uh, and they are engaging in blatant very peculiar conduct that is centered on their communication devices and this is what I continued uh, to document and the more I documented the more that the state the people of the state try to engage in what is more less less demonic minion like conduct and more so acting like they're just standing around they're smoking their cigarette. They're not just standing there or without blinking and holding their phone up facing my onto me. Okay. The, the more I document it, the more they engage in trying to appear as though they're doing something else. All right. But understand when I, uh, before they were accustomed to this notion of being documented as a sex offending psychopath stalkers that they are, they were engaged in blatant reveal of what they are doing, which is nothing other than focusing on, um, uh, monitoring with their phones. Okay. And this is how I knew that this is also very weird conduct because they're all keeping their phones aimed on me. This is what Tracy Banks doing. For example, like I just stated, holding her phone in between her breasts, uh, which is in alignment to me as I'm standing at her front door, which is a very peculiar, uh, position to hold in the first place. She's not like holding it or she's holding it upright high enough to focus on me in between her breasts. 
uh, while the helicopter is flying over my head as I'm standing at her front door, by the way. Okay, so these group stalkers, Mitch, driver number 341, holding his cell phone, aimed on me while the state is flying over my head as I'm sitting in their tow yard. And uh, the other one named Julio, who was also the one that's directing me into the tow yard, they're standing in front of my car like robotic minions holding their phones up on me while the state is flying over my head inside of their tow yard, okay? Uh, this is POC, and that is the uh, true reveal of the uh, demonic activity that this system is, all right? Uh, you have nothing other than it's the same exact conduct of uh, uh, criminal criminal monitoring while they're trying to act like they're um, normal and, and not demon-possessed group stalking sex offenders. That's, that's literally what they are because they're aware of the fact that I'm documenting and I'm not just documenting, I'm publishing. I'm showing it on video. So you have now what is <laughs> trying to appear as though they're normal, uh, but understand with no video camera on them, with no publishing via podcast, with no threat, in other words, I have seen the true uh, peculiar and depraved and very disturbing conduct of the people of the state of California who are blatant stalkers and who are engaged in very, very peculiar conduct, very weird. And it's so peculiar that it is threatening because you have what are complete strangers engaging in this identical weird conduct. While, mind you, you're noticing the police are following you everywhere that you go and you are following where you have just because it's uh, 15 different police vehicles, it is no less following. It's the same entity uh, that is maintaining presence all around you as they're doing it as a group that is following and they're doing it as a group. And so this is what is occurring while the people of the state of California have been engaged in their true form as the psychopaths that they are before they were aware of the fact that they were going to be revealed in that manner to the degree that I have revealed it. Understand, they were standing around literally like, have you, have you ever seen a movie like The Living Dead? Like standing around, I mean, weirdos just staring. I mean, don't care that you are seeing them just focused on you uh, with um, their, their cell phone on their person, aiming it onto you. I mean, this is the very weird stalker conduct that they were engaged in. And the more that I documented it and they are aware of the fact, oh, okay, well, she's going to put up a video I'm probably going to stand here and smoke a cigarette rather than keep my cell phone camera aimed on her. That's all they're doing. They're just adapting. They're maintaining the same presence and relevant position. They are under the same fake sun and directed light. They are present where the state is maintaining presence directly via police, fire and ambulance and planes and helicopters. Okay. Like I said, whatever outward activity they are engaging in while they're present is also in no way reducing what is group stalking. <laughs> you're in relevant position. You're stalking. Period. That's how the public entity monitors. There's no exception to that. And at Bill and Wags Tow Yard, that's exactly what I captured on podcast. And uh, long story short, also, uh, well, that's not really long story short. That's ongoing context to what is the documentation of what is D Hall on this podcast. Uh, officer number 19995, uh, as Bill and Wags engaged in criminal summoning, criminal harassment, as he's, uh, uh, Mitch is engaged in falsely harassing me and creating up a lie, uh, which is audible activity in relevant position. Uh, but while using that audible activity, he is uh, stating that he is going to call the police and tell them that that I'm doing drugs. Understand the police didn't need a phone call from him. He's monitoring with the entity there. So as he states it out loud, the police, I mean, it's ongoing criminal conduct. So yes, under, uh, when you're, when you want to operate with them in their false universe though, in their alternate universe, Mitch called the police and said, Erica Spencer's doing drugs in her car. Mitch didn't have to make that call. 
Okay. The state is monitoring. They're all paying attention to what I'm doing, listening to everything that is being said. This is uh, the arrival of D Hall under this what is a criminal summoning. So that's pretty much a confession. He wants to say that he called the police. That's fine. It's, it's a federal charge of criminal summoning. Uh, but I just want to be clear where the state is monitoring. No third party has to call the police to come understand the, uh, claiming of, uh, Calling the police is nothing other than criminal facilitation. It is the outward guise under which third parties are acting with the entity that is monitoring. They're monitoring in concert uh, and no phone call needs to be made to the police that are that remain in relevant position and that are listening to everything. By the way, this is why Jay Burnett can pull out his cell phone and play on speakerphone the argument that occurred inside of what is the quote unquote private residence of Tracy Banks in an argument that occurred 15 minutes before he was ever called on the phone to arrive for what was allegedly a battery, which there was no battery, by the way. All right. Uh, but I just want to be clear on that. So there's there's the reality. And then there is the uh, alternate reality uh, built on the false premise of this entire system that the, pu- the public entity relies on. All right. This is the breaking down of all of that and showing what are the false premises upon which this whole system is built. <laughs> but there's a federal charge for that. You want to claim you call the police? That's a federal charge. You don't want to, you want to claim you didn't call the police. It doesn't matter. The police show up. That's criminal summoning. So it's, it's, there is a, there is a federal policy to address every single criminal tactic, every single last one of them. And this podcast is documenting what is criminal summoning upon what are fallacious allegations by a third party who is monitoring uh, and acting in concert, engaged in criminal harassment, intimidation, and threats. And D. Hall is Ontario Police in a license 1418947, vehicle number 1798, ID number 19995. Uh, he has absolutely no no right whatsoever to detain me. This is monitoring conduct. Uh, everything that is being said is in relevant position. The state, as you heard, is flying over the tow yard. The state is monitoring via aircraft. This is the state present via police acting in concert with Bill and Wags. Uh, the same uh, criminal concerted conduct when they towed my vehicle, okay, from 714 North Vine Avenue. All right, and the criminal conduct continues to the court, uh, which uh, have, uh, denied me legal relief. Uh, Bill and Wags never timely responded to my civil suit for conversion. Uh, and, uh, this is the, uh, 4:23 AM. I just want to be clear. Uh, the state is controlling the television by turning on the menu again. As I look up at the television, this is what I mean by listening. They know which direction I'm looking at as I'm doing it. And they're creating activity in that regard. You have to press the info button on this remote in order for the menu to arrive on the screen. It doesn't pop up. It's 4:23. That's a random time for the menu to be popping up. Uh, and not only that, the menu is not a po- is not appearing on the television screen. It's not designed of that. I have cable. I've had spectrum cable as well. I've had ordinary. You can, um, the state is controlling it. Uh, this is the stalker uh, that is paying attention to my very direction of eye focus. As I have shown in the description of SIIS federal legislation, I just want to be clear. As I am documenting third-party group stalkers right now, that's POC. So I'm speaking about POC as in time past, and I'm speaking about POC, which is ongoing right now. As I look at the television at 4.23 a.m., the uh, menu pops up on the television screen. I am not touching the remote, all right? That's called visible activity while the state is aware of the fact that I am looking at the television. Now, that's some creepy demonic stuff, okay? That's a behavioral pattern, by the way, shared by the people of the state. 
Mm -hmm. uh, just want to go ahead and give that. So anyway, like I said, uh, this is uh, the criminal conduct continued by the court, the civil court who denied me legal relief because Bill and Wags did not timely respond to my civil suit for conversion. Uh, and the civil court denied my request for damages as I timely served for an increase of damages. Uh, they have 30 days. There was no conference of any time extension. Uh, the criminals uh, acting via the officers, the officer of the court claiming to be representing Bill and Wags, who after long after 30 days, uh, email me, which is legally irrelevant. She can send an email all she wants. She should, she was supposed to send it before 30 days. Then we could have had a negotiation if I wanted to entertain it. Uh, but then she would have had grounds to present it to the judge, uh, and stating, uh, that, uh, she attempted to confer with me, but I denied it. She does not have, and by she, I mean this attorney, which I have, published this documentation already. So what I am speaking to, uh, is that, which is, uh, to, uh, which would be fully understood if you read my documentation that I have already published. Uh, and so Kimberly Apalu engaged in the fictitious prosecution of Rancho Cucamonga <laughs> in case number NWV 2000640. Kimberly Apalu engaged in this, uh, uh, ongoing, uh, it's fictitious in, in this regard because uh, I am the one that initiated the case against Bill and Wags. Bill and Wags did not respond to my suit within 30 days. I am under California rules of court and fully entitled to, and the court is obligated to give me my default judgment. All right. And understand that this is pursuant to policy. This is why the California rules of court were designed in order to remove courts, um, remove cases uh, off of the, um, the docket. You don't want them sitting there indefinitely on a docket. And understand, ordinarily, this is how a court operates, but not when the state is monitoring and understand prosecuting the people of the state of California for engaging in cr criminal concerted conduct with the police who requested that tow of my car. Understand, that is, that is a prosecution that they do not want to go forward with, all right? And so they do not give me default judgment. All right. Uh, that is a means of exposing what is federal group stalking and monitoring. Uh, that is a, um, a concession. All right. So this is the denial of legal relief to which I am fully entitled to under the rules and procedure under the law. And the court is breaking the law in doing so in violation of its own procedure. That is what, that is how criminal obstruction of justice is characterized. Uh, in order to engage in criminal acts of obstruction of justice, the, the government itself is literally breaking its own rules and it has to because it's breaking the law. So it's, it's, so you are identifying it by the violation of its own policies. All right. In order to achieve its criminal motive, which is oppression, which is silence, uh, to maliciously engage in the ongoing pattern of conduct of, uh, monitoring. And so, uh, Bill and Wags, uh, does not timely respond. Uh, there was no conference to extend that time to respond. The court denies me default judgment, which I timely requested. Uh, and, uh, there was no, um, timely request uh, for any conference with me. And I don't have to abide by that. And she didn't even request it. The attorney claiming to represent Bill and Wags did not tell me request it. Uh, and this is documentation and emails that I've already published on the Google share drive, uh, pursuant to, uh, documentation of Bill and Wags. And so what you have are emails speaking to, um, speaking to court dates that, uh, of, of a case that I am the one that I'm supposed to be prosecuting. And so how it is still in uh, progression is beyond me. This is literally the criminal conduct of the court. Okay. Uh, once you did not respond to the, to the, uh, complaint, uh, and once you de denied default judgment, 
Uh, I'm the one that was prosecuting the case. I have not since filed anything. That was the documentation of the criminal act of the court, period. Everything else that the state continued to do was documentation of that as well, but that was a documentation. That's all I needed, all right? Uh, it is, understand the prosecution of the people of the state engaged in the POC is a prosecution of the state. The people of the state are the vicarious actors of that entity, all right? Uh, and that is uh, uh, the uh, criminal act of obstruction of justice by the uh, Superior Court again, all right? And this is in the civil case against Bill and Wags, who stole my car uh, pursuant to the unlawful uh acts, uh, co conduct of Ontario police who had no probable cause or reasonable suspicion right whatsoever, uh, to touch my car. Not only was my car defaced by group stalkers, uh, this is pursuant to an under facts that are already established of what is monitoring conduct. I have, uh, published substantial documentation of what is a uh, group stalking and monitoring where my car remained at 714 North Vine Avenue in Ontario. Uh, and this is, uh, the ongoing harassment uh, by the police, um, late at night while I'm in my car, for example, working on my court documentation. And while there is no license plate or VIN number and they would leave threatening citations on the car, uh, but you don't have the license plate, you're supposed to not know who's staying in this car, uh, right? Because you're not monitoring. You just, you're just coming pursuant to some call, some radio call that you got, right? This is what they claim. Uh, and, and one citation would say, I'm just giving you an example, no VIN number, no license, so they don't know. But yet you've got another officer who comes on another date uh, and he fills out the entirety of my name, my address on file with DMV, the VIN number, the license plate. And this is also that which I presented in my court case against Bill and Wags who converted my car. But it is related to the pending civil litigation uh, that I presented against the state of California. This is the reason why, uh, by the way, I was denied legal relief for default judgment. It is directly related to that case uh, where they also denied me uh, service of process. There is uh, literally a method to the criminal conduct of the court uh, and denial of default judgment uh, is pursuant to that criminal motive. Uh, this Bill and Wag's conduct, it, they are engaging in POC. They are the people of the state acting via a tow company engaged in the criminal pattern of conduct. And the court is engaged in the criminal pattern of conduct, uh, having no grounds whatsoever to deny default judgment um, way back in uh, n late November, December of 2008. Uh, 18 when I'm sorry, 2019 when my vehicle was stolen. Uh, and so, uh, this is, uh, that which I have published on the share drive and also D hall with the Ontario police, uh, documented everything you're listening to is nothing but monitoring activity. Uh, this is an officer who was monitoring. This is a state acting directly. Uh, you are also listening to the third party group stalker, Tracy banks engaged in harassment, that yelling argument. This is all audible activity while she is monitoring me. The state present via planes and helicopters, the state present by police at this venue, monitoring me while I'm uh, inside of, uh, that vehicle of Tracy banks. Uh, this is ongoing POC. All right. And so that's the context related to that. I want to make sure that I do describe that with regard to D Hall, officer number 19995.